live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. What's up, you damn dirty nuggets? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, February 8th. I know, you don't know. It's 2023. And this is episode number... 623. Episode number 623 of Barry on Deck. Welcome to the show. Cece, thank you for lurking and twerking. I see you over there, young lady. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, everybody hold it down. I have a headache today. I don't want no screaming. Tony the Handsome said, let me turn on my hearing aid. Is it low? Is it low? Is it low? Did I lower myself? I lowered myself to your standards. How about that? Is that better? Volume low, pump up the volume. God damn it. Why does this always change? I feel like, is that better? I think that's better. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Who the hell knows? I, uh, does this have any gain on it? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Check one, two, three. All right. Much better. All right. Uh, what's up, Sensei? How are you? Uh, so headache today. So already like not wanting to do a show and that's, it seems to be happening more frequently. I think that's called burnout, but I've experienced that for about a year and a half now. So I don't know why it would be creeping in all of a sudden. Um, so we're going to have a good time though. I promise that will I just took some aspirin literally while the intro was playing. So that should kick in in about 15 minutes and we'll be good. We'll have a good time today. Promise, promise. All right. Um, Terrence said, all right, y'all, do not start anything. There are two Terrences here today. <laughs> What's up, Terrence? Good to see you, buddy. And Terrence, thank you for the nine bits, homie. Much appreciated. Potch! Potch, your ears must have been burning or somebody snitched. Uh, welcome back to the show. And thank you for the resub, buddy. 13 months, Pachadopolis has been sub, uh, subscribed now. I appreciate you, good sir. Uh, I'm wondering who uh, who snitched because I was talking mad shit about you yesterday. I was like, you can't be an admin. You can't be a mod if you're never here. You know what I mean? Look, I love you to death. I know you got a job and whatever. What a dumb excuse. No, I don't blame DNS. I blame you. I blame you, Potch. You, all right. I learned it by watching you. Uh, so yeah, your, your, uh, your ears must have been burning. Cause I was like, if he don't show up, he's going to lose his privileges. Um, Hey, heartthrob. Thank you for the 1000 bits. It says, uh, after three weeks and a new transmission, I got my car back today. Let's go. Dubs. You're on the clock. If Potch, uh, fumbles the bag as the kids say. 
That is such a stupid saying. By the way, I'm down to drinking um, two liters of Diet Coke because we had it left. And, you know, <laughs> somebody said fire potch and CC, uh, Stephen the other guy said fire potch and then CC has fire crotch. <laughs> CC, I love you. <clears throat> uh, all right, let's get to this show. Now, I can't promise you greatness. I can promise you mediocreness. I can promise mediocreness. Um, we might achieve semi-goodness. Uh, chances are no. And I don't know what's going on with my nose here. I'm not quite sure why it's red. Probably another pimple. But let me tell you real quick before we get to the chat. Let me, let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you what happened yesterday. Okay, uh, Nora and I, I've told her I'm trying to start to eat better. Well, you know, that's probably not going to last, but I'm trying. I want to eat less than 2000 calories a day. So we're back on our magic. Um, I don't know. I, I shouldn't call them magic Mexican bowls because that's not that's not accurate. It is um, it is just um, a. Uh, it's just a bowl with taco meat, which is made from uh, ground turkey, not ground beef. Ground turkey with taco seasoning and then uh, the rice of your choice and some pretty spicy pico, right? So we make homemade, well, I say we, Nora will make homemade pico. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that. So that's, that helps me lose weight because I can eat like, I buy those Uncle Ben's 90-second bags of rice and I'll eat a whole bag to myself and it's only like 350 calories. I'll get the garlic butter because, oh, it's so good. And then I'll add some turkey meat, which is another, you know, 300 calories or so. And then you put the pico in and you get full, you fill up, uh, but it's pretty nutritious and then it's a dinner for less than, you know, 750 calories. So it's really good. Now, uh, last night was our first night, and so we browned the turkey meat. I did that and got the taco seasoning in there, and we bought this new little chopper thing, and I was like, oh, I want to use it. I haven't used it yet. And so we were chopping. We chopped First, we chopped the jalapenos, like four of them. That's a lot. And then we did onion and then some tomato. I don't know what else she puts in there. I think that's it. It's kind of like the slap chop, a little bit, but not really, but kind of, Podge. So we do all that, and then I'm, like, getting back to working, and uh, I, I go like that. And when I, when, I, when I go like that, oh, my God, my whole face, my eye, I burned off my eye. Hey, uh, Panthers Nation, thank you for the follow. <laughs> Much appreciated. Just telling a story about how I gave myself uh, eye surgery and almost went blind. So I rub it, and uh, after I guess touching the jalapeno, and it got like hot, and I was like, "Oh, that's spicy!" <laughs> you know, like it started burning like right here because that's where I kind of rubbed it initially. And then I don't know what I did. Like I thought I washed my hands. I was like, "Well, let me wash my hands." Um, and then my mom just called me dumb on my stream. I can't work like this. And, uh, but it, it, it somehow, I, I, I don't know if it was stuck on, but I swear to God. For CC. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> Tell me you didn't have it planned without telling me you didn't have it planned. Uh, or had it planned, I should say. Oh, and now Poch, Poch immediately coming in with his mod duties, flexing his trigger finger. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> Total Dallas. Look, you can't you, flip. You done fucked up, man. Flip. Everybody's going to be timing flip out every single day. It's a good thing I said that to only once a day because that would be abused thousand percent, but pretty hilarious. Jeff was going to do it too. That's so funny. So Flip gets timed out. If you missed it yesterday, Flip timed out CC for some reason. I don't know. It had something to do with the Cowboys and, and, and he opened up Pandora's box and well, it's just going to get ugly after that. So, um, I mean, Flip, all I can say, Flip, is you brought this on yourself, buddy. I just, yeah, you did. You, you did. You did. You, uh, yep. That's all I'm going to say. Everybody's like, bye, Flip. What's up, King Karate? Uh, what's up? Uh, he said, what's up, everyone? What sports topics are we talking about? So I'm telling a story real quick, and then we're going to get into the sports headlines. i got a bunch of different topics for today's show. Speaking of, I guess I need to tweet it out. Uh, NFL draft odds. I think some of these will surprise you a little bit. Uh, college recruiting. Tom Brady is still out there getting puss. I'll explain. Uh, and then I have this non-sports topic about a cruise that's a long, we'll discuss. It's a long cruise. So let me tweet that out. Uh, I even want to talk a little bit about some of the shows I've been watching. Mandalorian's first episode. I'm almost, Last of Us, we're caught up. We're waiting on the last episode of the first season. We can talk about that. I uh, I tried to sit down and watch Full Swing. That was terrible. So we can get into all that and more. All right. And then, of course, whatever you guys want to talk about. So, uh, you know, if you have something, uh, King Karate, that you want to discuss, well, throw that some bitch in the chat. And let's do it. Hey, Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. Mucho appreciated. Alan's like, y'all remember Flip? All right. So let me finish this story. So we're making Pico de Gallo. I chop up the jalapenos. I accidentally rub my eye a little bit and I get a little warmness right there. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Then I washed my hands. So I thought, and I don't know, I maybe handled something. I have no idea. But then I, you know, I was like, oh, it's still burning. And then I, I, I touched it again. But this time I'm 99.999% sure I got a jalapeno seed in my eye. I swear to God. I could feel it. And Nora's like, you don't have a seat in your eye. I'm like, I'm telling you, I got a fucking seat in my eye. Oh, my God, it burns so bad. And I can't open my eye. I literally can't open it. It's burning so bad. She's like, you don't have a seat in your eye. I'm like, I can fucking feel it. I can feel the seat, Nora. She's like, I'm telling you, it's happened to me. You don't have a seat in your eye. I'm like, yes, I do. I have a seat in my eye. And then she's like, well, do you have any, uh, do we have any eye wash? I was like, no. And I do have some drops, but it's these special drops that like stoners use. And it like really clears your eye out, but it burns when you put them in. Uh, I don't know what drops they are, but it burns. So that's all we had. So I'm dropping burning eye drops into my burning eye. Holy fuck. It just, I could not get it to stop. It hurts so bad. So that was my that was my last night. Since April Rocks and I'm a stoner, I know those drops. Yeah. It's uh hold on. I drops. 
eye drops that burn though. What is this? Uh oh. Eye drop recall due to contamination risks. Oh shit. Uh where are those? It's like in a little uh oval shape. Hydro where the what the fuck is it called? Eye drops that burn. Uh we oh that might be them. That might be them. Why do my eyes burn after eye drops? Uh, eye drops for burning. No, them sons of bitches do burn. Ah, this is them. This is them. This is the one. I think this is the one. Um, ninety-nine percent sure this is the one. Here, let me pull that up. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, them sons of bitches with that little plastic cap. I think that's the one. Boy. Them hoes will light you up even if you don't have a jalapeno seed in your eye. So, careful what you do, folks. Get your ass burning. All right, let's get to the show started. Uh, karate uh, King Karate, I see you, says, what are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson getting disrespected all over the place? We talked a little bit about it yesterday. I will cue that up, and we can talk about that as well. I'll give you some thoughts on that. Um, but when we, we did uh, go pretty heavily into Lamar Jackson yesterday and uh, Daniel Jones. So I don't, you know, for the sake of everybody that was here, I don't want to repeat a whole show. But I'll give you a few thoughts. Um, what's up, Cheshire Cat? Good to see you. What is Roto? R-O-H-T-O. Oh, that's the name of the brand, you dumbass. Thank you. I'm a dumbass. I'm not calling you a dumbass. I'm calling me dumbass. Thank you, Roto. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Cheshire Cat, Roto. That's the name of it. All right, let's get to the chat, and then let's start the show. I got uh, headlines for you, and we got tons of topics to get to, but we always start the show with the chat, and if you don't know what that is, that is the shout-out to the chat, not the not the past tense of shit. It's chat uh shout out to the chat we say hello to the people that make this show possible which is you guys so i see early in uh i saw dj maddie was in early and what he said was uh let me go all the way up to the top happy national retro video game day which uh i told him damn it, it it really i was hoping you didn't disappoint me today and he did and he was like oh how so why did i why did I disappoint you? Um, because he always comes in with different days like National Retro Video Game Day. But today is also International Women's Day. How the fuck do you not bring that up, DJ Maddie? What dumbass calendar are you looking at? What misogynistic, woman-hating, opposite-sex, disgusted-with calendar are you looking at? You damn dirty dickhead. Not dickhead this time. Dickhead. I love you, buddy. I'm just messing with you. So DJ Maddie's in, buddy. I appreciate you being here. Alan Denson, thank you for being early. Terrence got in early. Mr. Cartwright, what's up, pimp? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Brian Pettit's in the building. He said, hi, you lazy dickhead. Uh, who's lazy? I'm certainly lazy. Uh, DJ Maddie said, on with the show. Happy Wednesday, everyone, says Alex Villanueva. John Dory is here. Stephen the Weather Guy showed up. Ooh, just picked up some water burger. I like uh, Jeff Bell's in the building. Who else? Let's go. Page two. Uh, Ivan's in early. What's up, Jen? Thank you for being here. Aaron J. Bryant. What's up, AJB? Good to see you. Tony the Handsome here. Hopefully, I don't miss any of the show. Yeah, it happens, but uh, I hope you don't either, buddy. It's always good to have you. Day one, Donna, my sweet, sweet Donna. How are you? Thank you for being here. Uh, let's see. I know birthday shout outs are for Patreon, but Catherine's is tomorrow. Got it. Yeah. She's got to get her an account. Uh, let's see. Uh, flip. 
If you can hear this, I miss Flip so much. It's good to see you, Flip. Cece's in. Cece, thank you for being here. Uh, who else? I haven't got. What's up, Sensei Burak? Good to see you. PP Dubs, what's up? PP Dubs in the building. Let's see. Who else? DJ Maddie Potch. Nightbot, that raggedy bitch. Heartthrob is in. He said they got his car back. So I'm happy for you, buddy. That's that's good news. Mr. Reyes is in. What's up, Mr. 1%? Good to see you. You forgot to fix the volume after your ASMR stream. That's probably what happened. Uh, Alan Denson said, good news from the doc. Got a plan now. Oh, I what? What's the what's the plan? That's good to know. Uh, who else is here? Uriel Villanueva. What's up, pimp? Good to see you. Jared Taylor in the building. Let's go. We got three pages left. Peepy dubs. I got Jared Taylor. I got uh, Nightbot Amos. What's up, homie? Good to see you. And Jenny's mom called me dumb, so I should ban her from the show. Dallas Hater 69. How are you? Uh, he said, bye, Flip, for CC. That's nice. Um, let's see. What else? Who else? I think I got everybody. Nope. King Karate Zan. What's up, everyone? Uh, so I'm going to um, mark your question, King Karate, and I will touch on that briefly. Uh, add that to the queue. Cincy Bullrog, I'm a stoner. Uh, yeah, your eyes look like someone bleached them after. Yes, very true. Cincy Bullrog knew. See? See, he knew. He knew. You fucked it up, DJ Maddie. All right, Jenny, calm down. Jenny's all like, well, my power. Okay. Calm down. What's up, Keith Saker? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. All right, let's start show. Truck Driver Pookie, what's up? When is International Men's Day? <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God, that's the worst. How come there's no white entertainment television? Fuck. I know you don't really mean that. Uh, when is when's National Anal Day? Well, Mama Sway, um, that's really a, a awful question to ask. Um, I I know you're trolling, and I I know that you wanted that to be funny. Um, no, not not really. No, I mean you you tried you tried. Uh, what's up, Chapo? Good to see you, pimp. Yeah, but you tried. But, you know, um, maybe don't be such a, I don't know, uh, a tryhard? I don't know. So, uh, should see the looks I got. What happened? Uh, all the parents heard anal day. Oh, thought I had the volume down. No, we don't need mods yet. Um, you know, sometimes people come in and think they're funny and and try to be funny, and then they're not. And you know, you just gotta let them know that's not funny. And I mean, it's a good try. It wasn't a good try. It really was. It was a swing and a miss try, but it's okay. All right, so on with the show we go. Twelfth is better. Okay. Um, on with the show we go. Let's start with our uh, sports headlines, and then we're going to get into it. Let's go. So, are you still in line? What the fuck? Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't copy over my slides. Fucking stupid ass. Are you in the line, uh, Ivan? Are you, like, in the line? Am I still on the... Do you still have the volume up? I promise I won't embarrass you. I promise I won't embarrass you. Hey, you guys better check your list. I think this guy is on it. I don't know if this guy in this car is allowed to be around kids. 
hope. I hope. Oh, you're in the main office. <laughs> Even better. Oh my God, someone call the cops. This guy's not allowed to be in schools. Uh, since they Borock said it's like stand up comedy. Some folks think they're part of the act. Yeah, well, I mean, comics are now kind of to blame for that too because we started posting a lot of crowd work videos. So, <sighs> um, Mama Sway said, Sorry, Chad, I'll do better in the future. That joke doesn't reflect who I am as a husband and father. Well, that's all I'm asking for. See, there's no reason to ban you. Just, uh, just do better, be better. You know, have fun. We cut up. I, you know, it's not a, it's not a clean show. It's not a uh, kid show. But you know, it's also not an asshole show. So uh, that's all my. That's my big chat rule. Be cool. That's it. Just be cool. And if you don't know what that means, you, chances are you don't know how to be cool, anyways. So yeah, just be cool. Damn, truck driver Pookie said, "Y'all check this man's green card." Wow. See, that's racist. It's a good thing you're, uh, you know. relatable to that <laughs> i use someone else's social oh well there you go that's cheating that's 100 percent cheating all right sorry i gotta get i i've tried to do the sports headlines and then my dumb ass forgot to and yes it was a squirrel moment whoever posted that earlier total squirrel moment all right here we go now i've got your sports headlines slide ready to go let's get to it here's your sports headlines for the day and then we have a birthday. I already got to do shots. I'm not looking forward to it, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it, do it, do it. All right, here you go. Sports headlines for the day. Dak Prescott's looking forward to an extension quote when that time comes. <laughs> yes, I put this on here to troll. 100%. 100% I put this on the, the rundown of, of headlines to just to troll you guys because yesterday... Everybody had an opinion on quarterbacks and everybody talked shit to me because I talked about Dak and, you know, uh, look, the Cowboys believe this dude is a franchise quarterback. And if you got your guy, you got your guy and you got to take care of him. So um, I don't think he's going to get that extension done yet, but he's got two years left on his deal. So if it doesn't happen this year, and I doubt it will, I'm sure some point in the offseason or going into next season, um, he'll get an extension because Jarrah believes in him. But I think that he's got to pay attention at least for the next year, year and a half to what he's doing on the field. But it's not like Dak has been um, inept. He's got a he's he's a he's a tad bit interception prone, but you know what? It's funny to me, <clears throat> and I've mentioned this before when Dak comes up because you Dak haters, I'm looking at you, Doctor Dre on 290, who's not even here yet. Um, everybody wants to talk about the ints, the interceptions, and I bring up this fact that's been brought up several times before. Hmm. Do you say the th same things about Josh Allen when you talk about his greatness? Because, yeah, Josh Allen throws a ton of interceptions. And people are so quick to forget that part of his game and or excuse it or forgive it. Why can't you do that with Dak? Cowboys offense has been 
uh, one of the best offenses in football for a while because of Dak. So calm down. All right. Uh, Calvin Ridley said he, quote, I made a stupid mistake betting on NFL games. There was an article uh, that came out in the Players Tribune where he talked about it. And this was this is what he wrote. Quote, I just fucked up, period. In a dark moment, I made a stupid mistake. I wasn't trying to cheat the game. That's the thing I want to make clear. At the time, I had been away from the team for about a month. I was still just so depressed and angry. And the days were so long. I was just looking for anything to take my mind off of things and make the day go faster. So that's what he said. He said, um, security footage showed five or six armed men in the house, and that scared him and traumatized his wife as well. Uh, that's when I really just started to feel the weight of the world in my chest. I didn't have the words for what I was experiencing yet. It felt like I was getting attacked, but almost by something invisible. It's like I'm getting hit in my chest 24-7, but I can't see it. Uh, whenever people ask, what were you thinking? The only answer I can give is I wasn't. When you're depressed, you're not thinking about anything in the future. You're just trying to get through the day. And I feel that. I feel that as a guy who just recently came out of a depression. I get it. I get that. Um, I don't know if I fully buy the excuse. I mean, you know, if that's what he's saying, then that's what he's saying. And I guess we have to take him at his word. But I kind of I kind of feel like it's, it's a convenient excuse. I'm not suggesting that the man didn't have... Uh, depression. Okay. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that the man didn't have depression at all. Uh, what I'm saying is that I, 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 there are tons of people that have depression that don't turn to gambling or don't, you know, don't do stuff like that. So I don't know if I a hundred percent believe it. Also, I find it interesting and I don't know Calvin Ridley. And I, I, I feel like though, if you listen to players, if you if you if you read players Twitter feeds and Facebook feeds and Instagram feeds and whatever else if you if you if you do that and then you read their articles in the players tribune a lot of times they don't match up so i think they actually have somebody kind of helping them write these articles you know maybe polishing it up a little bit lord knows i would need one you read my tweets and and stuff and then you go back to this it wouldn't be the same at all um, but I, I, you know, I, I'm always taking these, the players tribune articles with a grain of salt because it doesn't seem to always match up one-to-one with things I've read from them in the past. We'll say Jay cross. What's up, man? Jay cross said, why are you saying it's an excuse? Not every person handles it the same way. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not saying that his depression is an excuse. I'm not saying that. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that he's suggesting that that was the reason and that, um, I don't know if I, I personally, and, and especially having gone through depression in the last six months and the first time in my life I'd ever gone through depression and didn't know. And there was a lot of things that I did, um, you know, and didn't do because of the depression. But but I don't think that you can use depression as an excuse for some of if you if you make a poor lapse in judgment. In that case, in that now, do you make other lapses in judgment? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you don't you don't shower and you you you, you choose to do dumb things or not do dumb things to yourself or 
you know, there's a lot. I get it. I get it. And, you know, maybe I'm off base on this. Uh, Jake Ross said that man went through a lot growing up. Have you read the whole article? No. Well, I'm looking over here. Um, He said he lost his joy for football and what started his journey to the point was playing through a foot injury. Um, Ridley said he was told he had a bone bruise and took painkillers and then found out he had a broken bone. Um, He saw a specialist. Said he got surgery and rushed to training camp but felt mentally drained. Still needed painkillers. Was unable to spend quality time with his daughter because he couldn't do anything but lie down in a dark room. That's when anxiety cranked up. It got worse when he returned home following a Falcon season opener to learn burglars had broken into his house. We discussed that. Um, it says Ridley said the rock bottom for him was... Uh, Ridley said that that was rock bottom from him but says he now feels stronger mentally and physically than he ever has ever felt. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, you know what? Here's the thing. Read the beginning of his early life. I don't, I don't need to read the beginning of his early life. Jay cross. I don't need to do that. I don't need to read the beginning of his early life because you know what? There's plenty of people in the NFL that have suffered and suffer from depression and that had fucked up childhoods that didn't gamble on the game and on the teams that they played for. I promise you that. I promise you that. So, I mean, look, you're, you know, you're telling me to read. I don't need to read all that to formulate. And by the way, to formulate an opinion, what I'm stating is not a fact, but as a man who just went through depression at 48 years old with all the shit I have going on in my life, one of the things that I didn't do was do some shit that would have put my career in jeopardy. So, I, you know, if that's what he's saying was the cause of it, and, he, and he's not even, you know, it, it's not like this is the crime of the century, okay? I personally don't give a shit. But what I'm saying is sometimes when you read these articles in the, in, in the, the, the Players' Tribune, or sometimes, you know, these guys have these pre-written statements for them, a la the Astros and the cheating scandal when they took the podium and read what they read. Like, it, I don't necessarily believe these are all his words is what I'm telling you, okay? And I'm certainly not going to say that, oh, well, you had depression. Well, fuck. Why didn't you say so? What Somebody get Pete Rose on the horn. And let's just say, Pete can come out and say he has depression, and then everybody can go, oh, well, fuck, never mind then. De- oh, okay. Got it. Ah, I mean, that's not, that's not how that works. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to say, um, you know, I was addicted and, and I, you know, okay. I get that. I can, I can forgive that easier, but I just feel like, am I suggesting that he didn't have depression? No. I'm not at all, not in the least bit. Am I suggesting that he wasn't, you know, fully in his right mind with depression? No, I'm not, not at all. But I'm also suggesting that, you know, right from wrong. You're not, when you're depressed, and this is just me speaking of going through my own battle with it, I still know right from wrong. You know, I can't go out and fucking rob a bank and be like, sorry, I was depressed. And that's how I coped. You can't, you can't, you're not going to fucking get away with that shit. You can't like not show up to your job. You can't, uh, you can't go to work and steal copy paper 
day after day and then resell it on the black market at a you know 200% markup. I'm not trying to give you guys a side hustle by the way. Please don't please don't write this down, Clarence. I feel like Clarence just wrote that down. He's like, "Oh." And then when Clarence gets buzzy, he's like, "Well, I had depression." I don't know why I made Clarence sound like uh Sling Blade. He doesn't. He doesn't at all. And that was unfair to Clarence. Was he was it on FanDuel too, Amos? Is that the truth? Was it FanDuel? I forgot about that. I, I feel like I knew that and then forgot about it. And yeah, that makes it even more ridiculous. It makes it even more ridiculous. I, I look, I don't agree with a lot of that shit. I think um, you know, if you're gonna let players play fantasy football, well, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? You know? It's the same thing. Unless you have proof that they're material. And, and maybe you just do this. Maybe you have a full disclosure thing, right? Maybe you say, yeah, you can bet on games as long as it's not your games. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. But I don't know. I just, I don't think you're, by saying what he said and telling us he had depression, that doesn't excuse it. It doesn't let it off the hook. And that was my point, Jay Cross. My point wasn't that he's using it as an excuse. Because that's exactly what he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing. I'm just saying I disagree with trying to use it as the reason and excuse that you did it to get to, to, to curry favor. That's it. Uh, Titan Hugo said, should Mattress Mac be checked on to make sure he isn't going through depression? Yeah. Believe it or not, there's a lot of people that gamble that don't have depression. Good point, Titan Hugo. And there's also a lot of people that have depression that don't gamble. Self-destructive behavior? Sure. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. There were times, this is gross, but I'll share it with you. I don't give a shit. There were times I would go 10 days without showering. 10 days. You know how bad your taint stinks after 10 days. Now, granted, all I do is sit here all day. But uh, yeah, you do. Do you make poor decisions when you're depressed? Absolutely, yes, yes, you do. But at the same time, he knew right from wrong. It doesn't. It doesn't fuck up your faculties that much. I think I made Jay Cross mad. He left. He's like, "Oh, you don't agree with me, and I don't agree with you. So fuck this show." That's sad. That's unfortunate. And yeah, don't don't mistake my passion for a topic for thinking that I'm screaming or like you know mad at you and just get passionate uh since they borock said what's wild is he was probably betting against his team while having a bum foot his team wasn't being honest about i mean that's the that's the problem but they could actually go back i guarantee you they have all of the info that all of the stuff that he bet on i guarantee you they track all that i can go back to all my bets all my bets. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't see. Uh, Jared said, this too much in Jen's voice. Uh, wait, duh. Jay Cross said, I'm still here listening, but thanks for the put down. No, I wasn't putting it down. That happens all the time, Jay Cross. People, when I disagree with someone and then I get all yeah, passionate about it, they leave. That's what I thought. You weren't, uh, you weren't responding because you had fired off a bunch in a row. 
So don't don't take it as a as a slight like that. That's not what that is. Um, that's probably why it stinks behind your ears. No, that's why it stinks behind everybody's ears. All right. Again, again, don't come at me with that bullshit, Mark. It stinks behind your ears too. You just don't know it. Uh, what's up, Cisco? Good to see you, buddy. Clarence, good to see you. Um, Amos said your wife is a saint 10 days. Yeah, that was my record, though. I didn't do that all the time. It wasn't like I would go 10 days every time. No, I would I would go, you know, a while. I was maybe showering twice a week on average. Yeah. Happy to report now. I'm up to three times. Just kidding. Um, Jen said, ain't no fucking way. Well, uh, Hardtop said that was me after I lost Heather last year. I didn't sleep or shower for like the first week or so. Yeah. Depression does turn your uh, whole life upside down. Yeah, I know. I get it. Um, but, you know, I, I understand that, Heartthrob, but were you making were you making decisions that put your job or your career or, um, and, and, and look, the decision not to go to work, the decision not to get out of bed, that's different. I don't mean that because I understand that. But what I do mean is if you're, you know, if you're somewhat functional, I don't know. I, I just, I'm beating a dead horse now. I feel like I'm defending something that I really don't give that much of a fuck about. I'll just say. It's like, it's like people that do drugs, you know what I mean? Like they'll have an excuse of why they do drugs, but I, and I've seen this and witnessed it in my life and in my family and the same thing with alcoholism. And I can just tell you that at the end of the day, it's still your choice. You still had a choice to do that or not. So, um, Jim on sports said, wolf, Hey, kiss my ass, Jim. All right. Uh, Jay cross said, I listen to the streamer after I ask questions. I don't interrupt. I let them explain their point. Well, I, I mean, th that's what sucks is I wish you guys had a, like when you and I are going back and forth like that, I wish there was a way to have an actual discussion uh, like that. Almost like, you know, two co-hosts on the radio, but so I don't, I don't mind that and I'll never like skip or not read what your, what your side is. Just, you know, I get passionate and if I don't agree, I'm going to let you know. Um... CZ said, bro, since that episode, I purposely spend 30 seconds behind each ear during a shower. I have actually a brush that I use back there. Yeah. Like a bristled brush. Sometimes when I do that, like a potato will fall out. That's how much dirt. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, depression is a battle. We all handle it differently, but it's not an excuse. I have it. I get it. It's harder than you than you think. But on the bright side, there are people who help family, friends, etc. Yep. Totally agree. Dave said an $800 water bill will make you shower every 10 days. Oh, that's facts. Dubs. That's facts. Um, Amos said, okay, back to sports. This is getting dark. No, you don't get to change the subject. Amos. Uh, flip said, wouldn't it be better if he came out and said, I'm going to gamble. No, because you know you're not allowed to. That's the thing, right? I mean, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to, I don't know a good example. Um, I tried to use the, you know, taking paper home from the office, but I just, I don't have a good example of what this equates to. <sighs> I 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this equal. I can't come up with a good example of somebody in their everyday life. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe somebody works at a grocery store, and when they 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 just eat food off the aisle because they're depressed. Like, yeah, you can't just do that and not get fined or have to pay for that food. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Barry, when do you start on your new backdrop? That's a good question, Brian. I need to do that. Um, I got to clean this office first. It is a mess. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you can't really see anything. Uh, all this side. It's a goddamn mess. And by the way, I miss Cisco 69. I love you. Cisco, thank you for the biddies, buddy. Uh, CC, thank you for the 68 bits. Um, but I do need to, I do need to do that. I do. I just got to find some time right now, man, <sighs> with the show at hop scholar coming up. Plus the roast of Houston sports, plus the deckhead watch party final four. Plus I'm in Fort worth this week. Plus hey, all this shit. Uh, going on like, oh my God, my anxiety is through the roof. I think I'm going to start gambling on football. Um, Dick really said not wanting Lamar Jackson is hate speech. I don't know about that. Uh, I'm so glad you can't really see anything. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah. Here's the rest of your sports headlines. Let's just keep going. Paul Gasol, uh, has become the 12th Laker to have his jersey retired. And chat, I got to be honest with you. Was he that good of a Laker? Did I miss it? I don't feel like Powell Gasol was a, a good enough Laker to have his jersey retired. And maybe I missed it. I mean, I wasn't a Laker fan. I didn't grow up, um, you know, watching the Lakers. I didn't, but I, I just... Let's look at it. By the way, Pau Gasol looks like a uh, an elongated uh, Chris. What is what is the dude's name? The comedian that does the drunk white girl bit. Why am I not thinking of his name? Uh, comedian Chris D'Elia. He does. Pau Gasol and Chris D'Elia look exactly the same. Tell me I'm lying. Hold on. Hold on, chat. Hold on. Crystalia. All right. First, I'm going to show you a picture of Pau Gasol. And then I'm going to show you a picture of Crystalia. Okay. And then you tell me that these two don't look alike. All right. So first, here is a picture of Pau Gasol. In the locker room. And then here's a picture of Chris D'Elia. Just kidding. That was that was Chris D'Elia. That's Pau Gasol. But tell me, tell me they don't look alike. Is that racist? Am I racist? Do I hate white people? I think I'm racist against white people. They all, they all look alike. Seriously, though. Y'all see it, right? I mean, you see it. You see it, chat. Okay. Um, but I think what I don't understand is like, what was Gasol's contributions? Um, and maybe it says it in the article. I don't know. Let's see. 
Gasol said, uh, let's see. I don't see his stats. Because usually they'd be like, Gasol played with the Lakers for blah, blah, blah. He averaged blah, blah, blah. He did blah, blah, blah. And he blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't really see that. Then I'll just pull up his basketball reference. Powell Gasol. Basketball reference. All right. This should tell us. Here we go. Um, so he was with the Lakers from 07 to the 2013-2014 season. So he was with them, and he got traded in the 07-08 season. So that's a half a season. So he was one, two, three, four, five, six years. He was He was there for six years. I mean, like, what am I missing, chat? It, I mean, he was with other teams longer than he was with the Lakers. It, well, he was with Memphis for one, two, three, four, five, six, and then the trade year. So he was with them for six and a half. So one, two, three, four, five, six and a half with the Lakers. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems it just seems kind of weird. Oh, look, I guess I could have just looked right there. Seven seasons with Memphis, seven seasons with the Lakers. Averaged 18.8 points a game with Memphis, 17.7 with the Lakers. Three seasons in San Antonio, two in Chicago, one in Milwaukee. Um, some of his other numbers. Rebounds, nine, almost 10 a game with LA, 8.5. Uh, in Memphis. I mean, his numbers are pretty similar between the two teams. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just when I saw the headline, I was like, "Why?" But that's neither here nor there. That's their. That's their right to do that. I just didn't get it. Um. Oh shit! The Hop Scholar shows the same weekend as the Kobo's Deckhead meet. My babysitter is gonna be pissed. Yeah, we've got Hop Scholar on Friday. We've got the Kobo's uh, watch party on Saturday, which I'll have more details for you on that. Hopefully, uh, later this week or early next. And then we've got the roast of Houston Sports that following Wednesday. So it's gonna be a busy week for me for sure. Super stressed out. Like I'm just like, man, if any of these flop and fail, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go into a room somewhere and shut the door and just gamble on football. I won't be petty about it for, for at least an hour. Uh Gasol was Kobe's bitch. Okay. Alex said gamble on the roughnecks. No, thank you. Um, dude was totally just there. Yep. He was a better doctor than Laker. Okay. Kareem magic, Kobe Powell. Yeah. One of these things is not like the others, right? DJ Maddie said, who's Powell Gasol? What? Uh, I hope the Rockets retire Chucky Brown's Jersey. Well done. Cisco. Well done. Kobe would only have three rings without him. Jim hates white people. Good to know. Is there a lot of Spanish folks in LA? Maybe retire Powell's number as a PR move. I mean, I guess. Then you go said LeBron gets his Laker jersey retired. 
Was he a great Laker? I believe only one playoff appearance and his title during COVID bubble. Yeah, no. I don't know if he would get his number retired for any other reason other than the fact that he's LeBron. But Pau Gasol is not LeBron, so it doesn't. this is not an apples to oranges comparison. Uh, what's up, chairman of the board? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. I hope you had a good stream yesterday. I hope Jim on sports wasn't a boring piece of shit. Just kidding. I'm sure he was great. I, I couldn't hang around, though. I had to go make dinner and, and get jalapeno seeds in my eye. Jenny's mom said she loved Chucky. She did. She did love her some Chucky Brown. That's true. My mom would have had sex with Chucky Brown if he had offered. Pretty sure. Don't try to defend yourself in the chat, mom. Don't. Okay. Uh, Hugo said, what year was it that Gasol should have been a rocket and CP3 going to the Lakers in a three-way? Oh, and David Stern vetoed it. Yeah, that was when CP3 was still in New Orleans, right? I think he was still a Hornet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jenny's mom said, you're so bad. That was a quote that she said to Chucky Brown. You are so bad. You're naughty. Uh, all right, so last one on the list. Tiger's girlfriend has asked a judge to resolve a dispute over their NDA. And I almost said DNA. And that's a whole different article. But um, this is a weird story. Listen to this closely, chat. Listen to this. Tiger Woods' longtime girlfriend is asking a judge to remove her from a non-disclosure agreement that she claims the 15-time major champion forced her to sign when their relationship started in August of 2017. That's according to records obtained by ESPN. According to a civil complaint filed Monday in the Circuit Court of the 19th Judicial Circuit in Martin County, Florida, Erica Herman believes the NDA is, quote, invalid and unenforceable and that a trust controlled by Woods is wrongfully using it against her. Her attorney is citing a federal law, the Speak Out Act, which prevents the enforcement of non-disclosure agreements and instances of sexual assault and harassment. Pay attention there, folks. In a civil cover sheet to court, uh, indicated uh, Herman's attorney, in Benjamin Hodes, indicated the case involved allegations of sexual assault. Herman didn't make any specific allegations against Woods. Uh, Hodes did not immediately respond to requests. Quote, uh, the uncertainty is acute and important because of the, this, uh, the aggressive use of the Woods NDA against her by the defendant. And the trust under his control, the plaintiff is unsure whether she may disclose, among other things, facts given rise to various legal claims she believes she has. She is also currently unsure what other information about her own life she may discuss or with whom. There is therefore an active dispute between them for which the plaintiff needs a clarifying declaration from the court. Look, uh, if you read between the lines and they start bringing up shit about the Speak Out Act, don't know, you know, I don't know what specifically uh, that is about, but it kind of makes you feel like there's something going on that she wants to discuss or bring forward or bring light to or maybe even introduce into the court system, the criminal court system. But she doesn't feel like she's able to because of the NDA and doesn't know and doesn't want to get sued if she did. So, um uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. By the way, speaking of golf and Tiger Woods, and or, or speaking of Tiger Woods and golf, I should say. Oh, I gotta read this. Uh, 
Uh, chairman of the board said, I got here late, so maybe you already talked about this, but didn't Kobe say he wouldn't have won those championships without Gasol? Yeah, but that's like Jordan saying he wouldn't have won championships without Rodman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you would have. Because if it wasn't going to be Powell Gasol, it was going to be somebody else similar. Gasol, I think, I mean, let's be real. Gasol doesn't win his championships without Kobe. But but I think that was, you know, and maybe Kobe meant it. I don't, I'm not a mind reader. But I think sometimes we give flowers to folks that have been loyal, um, have been diligent in their service to us, but maybe don't deserve it. And that could be uh, that could be Kobe, you know, maybe so. <laughs> Chairman of the board said I read that as DNA the first. Yeah, me too. She's trying to get paid. She's trying to make some money. I know Gasol helped Kobe win two titles, but does he really deserve to have his number up there? Yeah, again, that's the thing. Everybody's saying that he helped. He was a mid to upper, I mean, well, if if you go on like a five-tier scale, right, five being Kobe, Powell Gasol was a three and a half to the lower four tier. I think he could have done that with, you know, a plethora of players in the league at that time. So, I don't, I don't, that's just me. Um, yes, I would, I think he was just being gracious, chairman of the board. Yes. Uh, let's see. Gasol was the best free agent on the market at the time. Yeah, but that doesn't mean. I mean, that's, that, that's just, that doesn't mean that he was a superstar. That doesn't mean, I mean, this is not like a big three situation. The big three wasn't Kobe and Gasol, right? Like Gasol, don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on Powell Gasol. I'm not suggesting that Powell Gasol wasn't really good or good. At, at, but what I'm saying is I don't know that Powell Gasol was good enough to have his number retired. But you know, you know when you retire someone's jersey? When they play 20 years and 18 of them are on your team. Olajuwon. Yeah, I know he went to Toronto for a season and a half, but we forgive those transgressions. You know what I mean? Everybody in New England is going to forgive Tom for Tampa. I'll never forgive Nolan Ryan for the Astros, but I mean, for the Rangers, but that's not his fault. But what I'm saying is when you have a guy who played as many years in Memphis and averaged about the same production as he did in, 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 in LA, why are you retiring his jersey? I mean, to me, that's that's for lifers. That's for, you know, you bleed purple and gold. Kobe, that's how you retire, right? And I know Kareem started in Minnesota, but he got there as quick as he could. Magic, you know what I mean? Like Bird, these are the guys that, um, who, who else in modern day time? Dame. If Dame goes and plays the same amount of games in somewhere else that he did in Portland, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be like, yeah, go ahead, Portland. Now, if it's in the twilight of his career and he leaves for two or three years or whatever to chase the bag, okay. But Dame should be retired in Portland. Fact. Right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Titan Hugo says Lamar Odom next. Nice. He was the second best player on two championship teams for LA. But again, that's not saying anything. The second best player... It doesn't mean he's a great player 
and he was only there for six and a half seasons. Not even. I'm sorry. Well, okay, well then fucking retire Robert Ory's jersey and on every goddamn team in the league because he's won a ring with all of them. I just disagree. I just disagree. I just think you have to, basketball can be the worst about this shit. Everybody gets into the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. Fucking everybody. Everybody. They need to be a little more strict about that and strict about whose numbers they retire and shit like that. Like, it's, they just, oh, come on. Come on. I don't know. You know, it it should just be for guys that are tentpole players in an organization. And when I think of Paul Gasol, I don't think of him as a tentpole Laker. Right? I mean, that's like Shaq. Is Shaq, does he, is he worthy of having his jersey retired in L.A. and in Orlando and in wherever else he won a ring? I don't know if I would retire Shaq's jersey in Orlando. I don't know. Clarence said, don't you talk about the legendary Robert Ory. Oh, I'm not, I'm not talking about him in a bad way. I don't know. Big Shot Bob, are you crazy? But I don't know. I mean, should Drexler's number be retired in Houston? How long did he spend here? I know he spent a hell of a lot more time in Portland, and he was the second best player on the team with Olajuwon. But, I, you know, if the if the Rockets never retire Clyde Drexler's jersey, I'd be okay with that. Is he a Houston guy? Yes. U of H? Yes. If I slam a jamma, amen. Here for one of the two Rockets championships. All right. Played second fiddle to Olajuwon, second best player on the team for that. Amen. But if Clyde was, I don't even remember. How long was Clyde here? And you guys are going to yell blasphemy that I say that because of his ties to this city as a Houstonian, but you're not thinking in regards to sports. Clyde Drexler was traded midseason in the 94-95 season, and he played 35 games here. He then went on to play three more games, or three more years with the Rockets and then called it quits. So he was here for three and a half seasons. He played 219 games. He played 867 games in Portland and um, obviously had a much, uh, I guess, I don't want to say bigger or better career, but at the time, at the time of his heyday, at the time of his peak, there were rumblings, is Clyde George, is is Clyde Drexler going to overtake Jordan as the best player? And it pissed Jordan off. He hated Clyde because of it. Or so the story goes. So, I don't know. If you, you know, should Clyde Drexler's number be retired with the Rockets? I mean, I understand the sentiment because he's a Houston guy, but probably not, No. But it's up there, right? Rockets retired jerseys. Yao Ming, Clyde Drexler, Calvin Murphy, Moses Malone, Hakeem Olajuwon, Rudy Tomjanovich. One of these things is not like the other. One of these things is not like the other. And do you know what that thing is? How long they spent with the team. Yao Ming was here from 2002 to 2011. 
Calvin Murphy played from 1970 to 1983. Malone, Moses Malone, 1976 to 1982, six years. Elijah won 84 to 2001. Rudy Tomjanovich, 70 to 81. These are all tentpole Rockets, though. Clyde Drexler, 95 to 98. Three-ish years, three and a half years. But he, but he won a championship. Okay. So did a lot of other guys on the team. That, that Drexler retiring, that was a sentimental Houston thing. But it, it kind of, to me, makes as much sense as Pau Gasol, which doesn't. So I've no, I'm not, I haven't even looked at the chat, but I'm sure you guys are all atting me. Put a banner up there, honor, sure. Uh, I'm down with not retiring numbers anymore. Ain't too many lifers with too many teams past 96. Uh, uh, no, I get it, but but there are. But there are. Dame, right? Let's see. That's a good question, Amos. How many NBA players uh, currently playing are with the same team? I don't know if that's how you would Google that. Oh, here we go. List of NBA players who have spent their entire career with one franchise. Oh, this should be interesting. And now you know the rest of the story. Vince Carter was an NBA lifer. Yeah, the NBA should just retire his number. Flip said Rudy T equals Gasol jersey retired. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that either. But, you know, he was more of a lifer than Pau Gasol was. Because Rudy would have kept playing with the Rockets. All right, here you go. Uh, Player who is still active in the NBA, Udonis Haslam, Miami Heat, 2003 to present. Do you retire his number? You're damn right you do. 20 years with the Heat. See, like, now, again, these are, I want you guys to pay attention to something. When I mention when I read these names out, you immediately associate them with a team. Right? And you don't think of them being with another team. Dirk, Kobe, well, Haslam, uh, Tim Duncan, John Stockton, Reggie Miller, Manu Ginobili, John Havlicek, whatever, Dolph Shays, Hal Greer, don't give a shit. Steph Curry, great example. You know. If Steph goes anywhere else, it's probably for a couple of two, three years. But his retire his, his jersey should be retired in Golden State. Fact. Uh, who else is active? Larry Magic. Let's see. No. Uh, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, and Draymond Green. There you go. They have all been. Oh, that's seasons. Oh, there we go. So Steph was has fourteen seasons with Golden State. Uh, Bradley Bill has 11 with Washington. Dame, 11 with Portland. Draymond Green, 11 with the Warriors. Again, makes sense. All those guys, all their numbers should be retired for those teams. Clay Thompson, Warriors boy, uh, has 10 years with the Warriors. Giannis has 10 with the Bucks. I can't believe Giannis, by the way, has been in the league for 10 years. That's amazing to me. He still seems so young. 2013 to present. It's pretty damn good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, here's some others. Um, future candidates for at least 10 years. Marcus Smart, Nikola Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker. That was another name I thought of right off the rip was Devin Booker. I was like, man. 
Uh, that guy's been with Phoenix for a while. So coming up on uh, eight years. Miles Turner, Kevon Looney, Joel Embiid, uh, Jalen Brown, Pascal Siakam, and Fred Van Vliet. And I'll give you another example, another good one. James Harden comes back to Houston, finishes out his career. Absolutely, he should retire his number here in Houston. Absolutely. Because he was a rocket more than he was anything else. Even with his little nice little run in, uh, in OKC. And, you know, whatever he does in Philly. But the majority of his time was spent here. Giannis is still 28. Isn't that crazy, dude? Crazy. Look at Potch. Get back to work, Clarence. You shut your mouth, Potch, and let him live his life. Fuck. Clarence said, wait, Haslam is still active? Uh, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. He's been rolling. Dirk played 21 seasons. I know, right? Pretty crazy. Stars, not the UDs of the game. Well, I just read you a bunch of stars. Uh, Amos? I mean, you're not you're gonna tell me Steph Curry's not a star. You're gonna tell me uh Bradley Beal and, and Dame stars? Like, come on, fam. They're still out there. Clay Thompson, they're still out there. They're still out there. They're just fewer and far between, but they're still there. Allen level, let's go. <laughs> Allen Level's hairline was Hall of Fame worthy. Um, I am his boss. He better get back to work. Oh, here comes Podge flexing. I'm his boss. Bitch. Harden doesn't deserve to have his number retired. Says who? Luke will never beat Dirk in Dallas. No. Uh, can you retire someone's number who hasn't won anything? I mean, you can. They retired Rudy T's number here. They retired Yao's number. You don't think they wouldn't retire James Harden's number? Especially if he comes back? Fuck yeah, they will. I promise you, retired jerseys, you don't have to have championships because, you know, some of these teams don't have a lot. And some of these teams have great players. You're going to tell me that they can't retire Dame's jersey in Portland? Absolutely they will, even if he doesn't win one. Uh, but y'all really should congratulate Clarence on his new job. Okay, motherfucker. Let me tell you something, you raggedy bitch. Let me tell you something, Potch. We did congratulate Clarence on his new fucking job, but you weren't here to fucking hear it. You were out gallivanting around doing non-show stuff, being not a mod, having a job and responsibility and living your life. You ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, we did yesterday, so shut, shut up. Shut it up. Shut it. Flips at Charles Barkley. There's a good one. See, if if but to me, oof, that'd be a tough one. Sixers or Suns? Yeah, Potch was out carousing with whores. And that's when the whores move in. Um, Yeah, we're literally just arguing that the NBA retires numbers and lets people into the Hall of Fame too easily. I mean, that's kind of what we're saying. That was kind of what I said. That was kind of what I said. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. We got a lot of shit to do. We have many, many, many other sports to discuss. I don't know if he's still here. Probably not after that long ass discussion, but King Karate, are you still in the chat? Let's discuss if you are, if not, I'm going to skip it because chances are the vast majority of people were here yesterday and already heard the takes, but King Karate, if you are here, sir, uh, please raise your hand. 
and uh, we'll discuss briefly your uh, your question. If not, uh, we will move on. And really quickly, I would like to uh, what what is happening right now? Hold on, sorry. He gone. All right. The Yankees do the same thing. Oh, you were the bullpen catcher for a World Series team. Number retired. A little bit. They're running out. They're running out. They're running out of numbers. They really are. They're running out of numbers. They need to get their shit together. Stop retiring everybody's number, please. For the love of God, Yankees. It ain't that critical. Um, couple of reminders for those of you here in Houston. A couple shows coming up. Uh, I've got comedy night at uh, Hop Scala. Yeah. And that is going down uh, Friday, March 31st. I don't have it on the this poster. Uh, Friday, March 31st at Hop Scholar. So go get tickets. That show always sells out. And I'm there's no doubt in my mind it's not going to sell out again, especially with Billy D on the bill as the headliner. And uh, Jesse Saldana is the feature. So it's a fire-ass show. Uh, this might be, and this is no slight to anybody else that headline, but this might be the best show that we've booked so far. And we've had some bangers of shows. So super excited about this. Uh, BarryIsFunny.com, all the details. Same thing is true for the roast of Houston sports. 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 I don't have an echo machine. Uh, But April 5th, it's going down to the Houston Improv, baby. Houston Improv, April 5th. Doors at 6, show at 7.30. It's the roast of Houston sports. We're going to be tearing that ass up. Tearing that ass up. Uh, tickets are at barriersfunny.com. You can find the link to the to the show. It'll take you to the tickets. It's just easier to do that than try to give you some um, weird link to um, um, you know the improv website. So just hit up barriersfunny.com. You can check that out and get tickets to the roast of Houston sports. It goes down April 5th at the Houston Improv. You guys are going to be sick of seeing me between Friday, March 31st, Saturday, April 1st at Kobo's, and then Wednesday, April 5th, the Houston Improv. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be a lot of fun and shenanigans. Yo, what's up? I'm Def Damien. It has been a while. Thank you for coming back, man. Good to see you. Uh, oh, shit, Billy D. I was already there, but now I'm extra excited. Yeah, Billy D's the shit, man. It's going to be a fun-ass show with Billy D at the Hop Scholar. So get your tickets. If you haven't, go to barriersfunny.com. It's right there in the bottom right-hand corner. Uh, the ghost of Kobe. What does it say? The ghost of Kobe is definitely visiting Barry in his sleep tonight for shitting on his favorite teammate. I didn't shit on him. I just said, I don't know if it was worthy of retiring his numbers or his number. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Kobo better have the Mac Macadillas or whatever the fuck they're called. They're delicious. Okay, um, oh, I got a sneeze. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, so, what are we going to talk about here? I have a couple of different topics. Let's first, where did it go? Not the men's poll. Uh, nope, where are the odds at? I don't want that. I don't want that either. What the fuck happened to my... uh... Great. I've lost it. There we go. 
Here we go. So these are the, uh, after the combine, we, um, it would behoove us. Sorry, I don't mean to use big words. Super smart. Uh, but it would behoove us to check out the betting odds going into it. gives you an idea. It's not guaranteed. It's no lock. It's not. But uh, here's, here's, some of, here's some of the odds for the first overall pick. And these are updated now as of 9.30 a.m. this morning. This is on uh, Vegas Insider. So there you go. Listen below the odds of the number one overall pick. According to FanDuel, along with odds on the first quarterback, wide receiver, and defensive player drafted. So, first overall pick odds. Bryce Young is still leader in the clubhouse at minus 190. Even after um, a uh, apathetic combine? That's probably not the right word. I think, I think people were apathetic to his uh, performance. But I think his performance was pedestrian. At best. Anthony Richardson, though, moving up big time. Uh, he's plus 500 on some boards and second overall now. Uh, C.J. Stroud, though, at plus 350, according to this. Will Anderson, plus 1,200. Will Levi, plus 1,400. Now, mind you, this is just to be the first overall pick. This is not the draft order. This is the first overall pick. And what they're saying is Will Anderson has a better uh, chance of being the first pick in the draft uh, than Will Levi does. So your best bet for the number one pick in the draft, Bryce Young. Second best bet, C.J. Stroud. I tell you what, though, all of the hype right now, all of the hype, all the hype is uh, is on Richardson. <laughs> See, I'm Def Damien said, Richardson is the GOAT of the combine. I mean, if anybody if anybody took it has ever taken advantage of, of the combine to increase their draft stock. Anthony Richardson is the poster child for that right now. I mean, he's like Paul Wall. He had the internet going nuts. That's all people talked about was just his numbers were off the chart. In fact, in fact, chat, I saw something I had never seen before. His Raz score. I'm sorry, what? His Raz score? What? What is that? So apparently, there's a thing called the Raz score. And this is his perfect 10. Here's his Raz score. His Raz score was a 10. I don't even know what this is. It's basically a, um, it's the relative athletic score. It tells you how good of an athlete a player is based on their combine performance. And here's past um, Raz scores compared to Anthony Richardson at the combine. Uh, Dante Culpepper pulled in a 9.98. Cam Newton had a 9.99. Zach Conquay, 9.93. Tyree Jackson, a 9.94. Patrick Towles, a 9.41. And we can look it up. We can, uh, let's see. Um... Raz calculator. Let's see. We want by position. Let's go. Uh, Raz calculator. Oh, Raz compare. Here we go. He, oh, that's that's comparing them to uh, other players. No, I I want the. Oh, this is now you make your own Raz. Okay. See, like I don't even know what. This is fucking stupid. This is Pro Bowlers from two thousand to present. 
and their draft round. Here you go. QB, top five. Uh, let's see, 17 Pro Bowlers, round one, 28 Pro Bowlers. But I need, I just want the scores. This is dumb. I really thought this was going to be allow me to see like, oh, here's all the people that have good Raz scores. View a special team card by draft year. Well, we got to go look. Let's go look at the Cowboys first. Jason Peters. Is that the highest? Oh, no. No, no. Uh, Leighton Vander Ash had the highest RAS score. Well, that tells you right there that this is a stupid-ass thing. Matt Farniak had a 991. Where are you at, Matt? Uh, Damon Clark. Connor McGovern. Sam Williams. Tyron Smith. Micah Parsons. There you go. Zach Martin. Kelvin Joseph, there's all your nines and up. Interesting. Okay. But I'd never heard of this shit. Raz, relative athletic score. But apparently, Anthony Richardson tested off the charts, and the people are losing their mind. So does that? how does that affect the first quarterback drafted? Uh, people still seem to think that he's at plus 500, but he'll be the third quarterback taken. Uh, Bryce Young will be first, C.J. Stroud second, Anthony Richardson third, Will Levi, Tanner McKee, and Hendon Hooker at plus 10,000. Uh, Sean stuff is athlete, yes, but uh, he could barely complete a pass from the games I remember. Yeah, his on-field performance le- left a lot to be desired. And there were some people that were like, well, Anthony Richardson should be a tight end. It's like, okay, pimp, slow down. He's not going to do that. If people were saying they wouldn't draft him as a quarterback, and the only way that they would do then he would consider, but he's going to be the third quarterback taken. And that's top 10. So, uh, First round wide receivers drafted. Uh, Quentin Johnston is a plus 125 out of TCU. Jackson Smith, and, uh, I can't even say his fucking name, plus 200. Jordan Addison plus 550. Flowers is plus 600. Jalen Hyatt plus 700 and Josh Downs plus 7,500. And no, I've never been able to say it. I can't, I try and I fuck it up every time. So I'm not even going to try. Uh, there's your first offensive lineman. I don't, I don't know why it says lineman receiver. Um, but there you go. Paris Johnson is a minus 110. Skaronsky is a plus 145. First defensive player drafted. Will Anderson minus 230. Uh, Tyree Wilson plus 300. Jalen Carter plus 45. That's interesting. Some people had Carter going first. Some people had him the first non-offensive player off the board. And uh, now he's at a plus 450 and, and predicted to be the third defensive player drafted. Tyree Wilson now a plus 300. So uh, last one is first defensive back drafted. Christian Gonzalez is a minus 210. So kind of a, I mean, almost feels like a lock. And look, I ain't going to hate it if Will Anderson goes to the Texans. I'm not. So, um, well, I guess if you get a high RAS score, the shit's going to hit the fan for you. I don't know. I have no idea. There's a coach that trains specifically for a better RAS score. Wow. Uh, Kyler at least has some muscle. Bryce Young looks like a 15-year-old kid. Uh, show me your TDs. What's up? Good to see you again. No combine warrior for the Lions, please. I mean, that's what a lot of people think. That's where he's going to go. 
lot of people predicting that uh, that he goes to Detroit. In fact, let's look that up. Uh, let me get my, uh, hold on. Nope, that's the wrong one. Nope, that's the wrong one. They're like, what the hell is that? Uh, damn, my stomach is growling. I'm so fucking hungry. Oh, where is this? Uh, that's free agency. Eight winners and losers of the combine. Anthony Richardson was the big winner. Obs. And then, uh, which NFL team is most likely the draft team? And then there's the RAS score. But there was a uh, there was a mock draft. I don't even have it anymore. And by the way, here's another. Um, if you're curious, I've got a few more links for you here. Hold on. Hold on, people. Hold on, good sir. Uh, there's that. And we'll get to it. And then there's that. And we'll get to it. And that. So, uh, first things first. So, we looked at the odds overall. Uh, Bryce Young, a minus 190 to be the first pick overall. And a minus 230 to be the first quarterback taken. Richardson, a plus 600 to go first overall. Plus 500 to be the third quarterback off the board. And just to look at it differently, over at covers.com, uh, Bryce Young, a minus 200 to go first overall. Anthony Richardson now at a plus 300 for them to be the first overall pick and ahead of C.J. Stroud in that regard. So Will Anderson would be fourth. Will Levi fifth. Will Levi ain't getting drafted first in the draft. It just, that ain't happening. And this is, this is your, this is your pool right there. And, you know, the big news is, is that everyone's saying Chicago is definitely uh, trading down. And if they do, then I think it plays out like you see somewhat on the board there. But if they don't, Will Anderson could be the guy. And at plus 1,200, it's pretty good cash. I mean, it's worth a flyer. Throw a unit on it. Throw a unit on it. It's almost like if, depending on, um, if your unit is a dollar, and, you know, whatever. Uh, you'd make twelve hundred, or four fifty, or three hundred if you bet all three. Uh, that's pretty good. You could do worse. I mean, no, you'd make. I'm sorry, you'd make twelve, four fifty, and three dollars. I'm not trying to imply you'd make twelve hundred, but your odds are getting are twelve. So it's almost like you could bet three. And as if C.J. Stroud or Will Anderson win, you're making money. If Richardson goes first. You're breaking even. But that's still a gamble because Bryce Young has the best odds. So they they do it so you can't make money. But, yeah, if you did a a buck per or 10 bucks, whatever your unit is. Yeah, because this is what when they do. These numbers, you got to you would have to bet 100 to win 1200. I think that's right. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Uh, A couple other things. Here's all the quote winners and losers um, from the combine. So your winners, obviously Anthony Richardson. Um, who else? Jackson Smith, name I can't pronounce. Uh, out of Ohio State, and uh, definitely defensive boys up front is what this says. 
because they had a good combine showing. And Chicago, because they're definitely going to be able to trade down and get a haul for that number one spot. Losers, they said. Uh, teams who need top flight wide receivers because they feel like there is none uh, or not great. Uh, Peter Skaronsky. Um, because, and the reason they gave Skaronsky as an example, if I recall from the article correctly, um, what is it? Uh, oh, he plays guard. He wants to be a tackle, but they said his arms are too short, so he'll probably play guard and they don't make enough money, uh, or as much as obviously as left tackles. Uh, Saquon Barkley and veteran running backs on the open market. So there was kind of your losers there. Uh, last thing, Anthony Richardson's landing spots, which NFL team is most likely to draft. Well, I'm glad you asked front runners, Carolina Panthers, uh, 25% chance. And they did love them some cam Newton. So that would check out Uh logical fit. 15% chance Detroit and the Raiders and the commanders. It's possible for the Seahawks and the bucks, but now that's out because they just signed Geno Smith to a three-year deal. But, you know, I don't know what the out is in that Geno Smith contract, so maybe you bring in Richardson, let him sit for a year, which is what a lot of people are suggesting to do with him anyways. And then, of course, the Bucks, and he's a Florida guy already. Long shots, Colts, Vikings, and this is uh, Lance Erline who wrote this. So there you go. Uh, most likely, I guess, Carolina Panthers will be the one. And uh, I don't know, has Lance dropped a new mock draft yet? I don't know if he has. He still just has the one. NFL mock draft 2.1. He dropped it. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see what LG, uh, LZ's mock draft is. Here we go. Boy, he hates when y'all fuck with him too. Clarence said, I heard you have cruise questions. I'm a bit of an expert. Well, we're going to get to that. I promise. As soon as we get done with this, we're going to talk about this cruise. It was posted on the Discord, but I'm like, I have so many questions, uh, really for you guys more so than anything, but about it as well. So here is LZ's mock draft 2.1. It says Raiders go up for CJ Stroud. Colts select Anthony Richardson. Okay. Uh, Bears stay put and get Will Anderson, which would uh, cash at plus 1,200. Bryce Young goes... Number two to the Texans, C.J. Stroud, three as the Raiders move up. Colts take Anthony Richardson, four. Jalen Carter goes five to Seattle. Uh, Lions take uh, Devin Witherspoon. Tyree Wilson, Miles Murphy, Will Levi to the Panthers, uh, Christian Gonzalez to the Eagles, Peter Skaronsky to the Titans, and Lucas Van Ness uh, to the Texans, which... Um. Okay. It says Van Ness just crushed the combine. His physical components and play strength likely remind D'Amico Ryan's of the player he had on his excellent defense in San Francisco. And don't forget, I mean, the Texans do have a defensive coach now. Speaking of that, one other thing before we get to the cruise. I saw an article or a tweet or some shit like that that said that the Texans are actually, rumors are, rumors are, the rumor mill says that uh, sources inside of, of the facility for the Texans are saying that they are legitimately considering bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. Hmm. Who's, who brought that up as soon as the Texans hired D'Amico Ryans? 
there seems to be a guy I recall who, he, you know, he's, he's kind of a dumbass. Every once in a while, he'll luck into a, a good take. Um, but that was one of them. I told you guys on this show. I said, listen, stranger things have happened. And there's a couple of reasons why you do that. One, you need a quarterback. One, Two, you want to contend right away or be better right away. And three, three, um, D'Amico Ryans knows Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Yeah, you still want to draft a quarterback. Yeah, you still want to get a rookie. Yeah, you could let him sit. Whatever. A lot of teams are split on that philosophy. Some teams think you can draft a rookie quarterback. Hey, it's 2023. You throw him in the fire. Burn your money, kid. Some teams like to let him sit a year or two behind and learn the game and get better, and those are more projects. That's what Davis Mills should have been. So. I would have zero problems bringing in Jimmy G because it, it allows you to do a couple of things. One, yeah, you could you could still draft a quarterback. Sure. But you could also not. You could also get a, a defensive stud and you need help on in the pass rush department. You bring in Jimmy G and you take your chances and see what you get next year and who you could draft. I mean, they have a plethora of number one picks you could still move up if you wanted to in that draft so i don't know and i wouldn't be upset if they brought in jimmy g and drafted bryce young or whoever it ends up being that they go with that wouldn't bother me either you never have too many quarterbacks ask san francisco so fine by me do it and i i honestly it makes a ton of sense because of their relationship. He already knows. So there you go. All right. That's that. Close all this shit. Raz, get out of here. None of that makes sense. Let's talk about this cruise thing uh, for a second. Let me. It was on our Discord, wasn't it? Oh, where is it at? Oh, 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 no. It's over here. My bad. So this crew, somebody did post this on uh, the Barry on Deck Discord, but I have so many questions about it. So this was on CNN's Instagram, I guess. It says, and I quote, you can now live on a cruise ship for $30,000 per year. A cruise company is... Uh, launching a three-year, 130,000-mile escape-your-daily-life cruise for a relatively affordable $30,000 per person per year. Now, it says over here, have you ever dreamed of giving it all up, leaving it all behind, and hitting the road to escape all your responsibilities? Life at Sea Cruises has opened bookings for its three-year voyage on the MV Gemini which sets sail from Istanbul on November 1st. Yes, November 1st, 2023. So you have eight months to get your passport, vaccinations, and remote working abilities in order. Companies promising to tick off 375 ports around the world, visiting 135 countries, uh, all seven continents. The ship will cover more than 130,000 miles. 
um, over the three years, taking an iconic sites from Rio de Janeiro's Christ the Redeemer statue, India's Taj Mahal, Mexico's Chichen Itza, Pyramids of Giza, Machu Picchu, Great Wall of China. It even slots in trips to 103 tropical islands. So it says of the 375 ports, 208 will be overnight stops, giving you extra time at the destination. So the question is, chat, one, would you? Would you would you take this cruise? Would you do this? Uh, what's up, Drake? Good to see you, pimp. Um, you could also just join the Navy and <laughs> get paid for it, Jared Taylor said. Jenny said, I want to go. I don't think I would like this, but I've also never been on a cruise. I've been on a cruise once. And it was with Jenny's mom. And I got, that was the cruise where I got so drunk. Oh, no, I've been twice now. I've been on a cruise twice. The first one, I got so drunk. I was still, I was with my now ex-wife. And that's the cruise where um, we had all snuck on alcohol. Um, And don't worry, mom, the statute of limitations on this has expired. But Jenny's mom owned a bar. And, um, I, we all worked there. And so as a, uh, as a thank you to all of her employees, she took us all on one of the Galveston little excursions, one or two days, maybe I think it was out and then back. And I don't even think it was same day. I think it was, no, it, it was next day. You go out and you come back as two day cruise. You're good to go. Um, I got, so what we did is she said, she allowed all of us to take a bottle of alcohol on the cruise with us, all of us. And um, everybody got to pick a bottle from the bar, your favorite alcoholic beverage. And there was probably like, I don't know, 10 of us. So everybody takes a bottle. We all smuggle it onto the cruise somehow, some way we make it work. And at one point, I go into, I think it was my mom's cabin. Everybody's in there partying and I'm already kind of drunk, but on the dresser that they have in the cabins is just all of the bottles that everybody brought lined up 10, 12 bottles of alcohol, Goldschlager, um, crown vodkas, whiskeys, you name it, you know, like Jameson's, uh, all that just all lined up. And I'm already kind of drunk, and I had this hilarious idea that I would just start at one end and just next. And I went all the way down all 12 or 10, I don't know, is it 10 or 12 bottles? We'll call it 10. And basically just started chugging out of each bottle. And the next thing that I remember, I was laying in the shower um, with my ex-wife standing over my my then wife, but my ex-wife now, but then my wife standing over me and I'm laying in my own vomit. Uh, There's just, there's vomit everywhere. Like, everywhere i'm i'm covered in it it's all in the shower it's it's just everywhere 
and she's standing over me and she's just, and I woke up and she's just looking at me like, Jesus, what a mess. And all I remember saying is don't leave me. And she was like, fuck you. I'm going back to the party, bro. You did this to you. And I told her, if you leave me, I'm going to leave you. She goes, what? I was like, you heard me, bitch. If you leave me, I'm going to divorce you. She was like, whatever. She went back to the party. Now, look, I'm not saying that's why I divorced her, but it was kind of like, um, I mean, it was like I'm a prophet in a lot of ways. You know, at the time, I obviously didn't mean it, mean it. Like I, you know, I ended up leaving her, but that's not why. But I was right. I mean, I ended up divorcing her. And of course, that wasn't the reason, but I was still accurate in my assessment of the situation. Now, you know, had she stayed, I probably still would have left her. I mean, I know I still would have left her. But I'm just saying it all turned out to be, you know, I'm a prophet. I'm a drunk prophet. So, um, I ain't getting so drunk one night and not being able to avoid everyone the next day. Yeah, that's the worst. I was so drunk. I was still, so we drove, we, we got on the cruise. We went out gamble came back we got in we got in early in that morning because we had to be back at the club that night for work all of us had to go to work the next night at the club and i remember riding in the van back i was still drunk at work the next night and i didn't drink anything after that i mean once i passed out in the shower my own vomit i never i didn't drink again um for a while but i was drunk I mean, I was drunk for a solid day, day and a half. I, it was a lot. I'm surprised I didn't get alcohol poisoning. Jenny said, yeah, that cruise got a little out of hand. So much for my bright idea. Yep, it was pretty bad. Church driver Pookie said I went on an eight-day cruise in January, and I was shit-faced every day going doing crazy shit. We already planning another one. There you go. Um... Never have I been laying in vomit. Well, you just don't know how to party then, Nick. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Hi, honey. Hug me. Love me. Yeah, no, she wanted none of that. Anyways, I, would you guys do this? Would you get on? Would you commit to a three-year cruise? I don't think everybody in the chat I saw was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. I'm, yeah, blue, blah, blue, blue, blue. I'm going to tell you right now, I predict, oh, my headphones just died. I predict 100% of you would get sick of that shit before the end of year two. And you'd still have a year to go. That's just my prediction. I don't think you guys understand how awful that would be. In fact, I need to refer you simply to one of the comedic friends of mine who works on these ships. They'll tell you that that life, that sea life for a week, sure, that's fun. Six days, seven nights, three ports, all right, gambling and blah, blah, blah. You're going to get sick of that fucking boat. You're going to hate that boat 
You're going to not want to be on that boat. I promise you. You will not be able to stand looking at a boat ever again. The Look, mom said meals made for you, free entertainment, pool, and cabin person to take care of you. Hell yeah. You're going to get sick of the food. You're going to want to make your own food. You're going to want to cook. You're going to want a better internet. You're going to want to watch movies. Um, You know, like, that shit's going to get old. That shit might get old within the first year. And then it becomes, how do you get off? I mean, I know how you get off. I'm saying like the cruise, like the boat. How do you get, how do you get back? If you wanted to leave early. If you, Jenny said it has movies and internet. Yeah. And it's going to cost you an absolute fucking fortune to get the internet. I mean, a fortune. Uh, and nasty day said it has internet. I understand that. I understand that. Like these guys, I know I, I've trust me. I almost, when I got laid off from ESPN radio, I was this close to, to just going and working the cruise ships. So I did my due diligence. I talked to several of my buddies. I know. And in fact, within the last three to five months, I've been asked to go back to, to do it. And one of those problems is, is that I wouldn't be able to do this show. Which, now that I say it out loud, man. I mean, these guys can make uh, anywhere from 75 to 100K a year. And you're working three, two, two to three weeks a month max. And by working, I mean you're gone for 10 to 12 days. You're not doing comedy all 10 to 12 days. Why did I say no? Anyways. Um, but it would cost you $30,000 a year. So here's the thing you're doing this. Yeah. They're like, Oh, you can work remotely. Well, some of us can't. And again, the internet is absolute shit on these boats, ships, whatever. So yeah, like I see like, uh, who was it? Posh was like, Oh, you could do your show. No, there's no way you could do a live three hour show every day. From that, I'd go fucking broke, first of all. You know how much bandwidth you would consume and need? No. No way. Um, I will say that uh, I think it would be a fun month or two to get away. But it's like, how you going to work? Unless you, that's all you do is work remotely, right? Like you're, I don't know, whatever. But you better, this is for ultra rich people who just want to say they've done it. How else are you getting away for three straight years? You never have to go into the office. You're just gallivanting around the globe. Yeah, I, I don't see it. And and even if I had the 30000 a year and I was rich, guess what? If I got 30000 a year to spend on this cruise, how about I just buy my own boat? If I got 30000 a year... Per person, 
you probably have enough to buy a small yacht and take care of it. No thanks. And then let's not let's not even let's not even take into account all the disgusting shit you get from cruises, the the germs and the ugh. Uh, what does it say? I'll just watch Shawshank every day. Okay. Hell no, there's so much food and everything you can think of uh, on the boat. Mine had three theaters, two clubs, so much food. I didn't get to try half of it in eight days. I get it, truck driver Pookie. That's eight fucking days. You're talking about three years, fam. What's three years in days? 365 times three. How much is that? 365 times three. That's 1,095 days. You're talking about eight. Eight, bro. A thousand and ninety-five days? No fucking way. No way. Flip says it's more like house arrest. Kinda. A little bit. Um well, not having to see Total Dallas Rangers talk in the chat is worth the cruise. <laughs> Mark said I would rather work on a yacht. Go to all those places and get paid nicely. I go insane not working after a week. Yeah, see. You'd have to work on the ship, Mark. You'd probably be like a bartender on the ship. Uh, don't you think internet is included in the 30K price tag? I don't know. I don't think so. Like when you get a cruise, they don't include internet. When you pay all that money for your cruise, they're not including that. It's, a, it's an upcharge, I believe. Uh, the staff has to pay for internet. Yes. I think it's a part of you being on the ship or so I have heard. No. Staff pays for internet, buddy. Now, if you get like 5G or some shit like that on your phone, but if you're trying to watch Netflix, I don't think that's how that works. Um, Internet has gotten much better on the ship. Okay, yeah, I'm sure they're targeting a certain demo. Yeah. You can be a boat whore like Dre whores himself out for diesels on the truck stops. Okay, could we... Uh, and pirates. That's true. I didn't even think about the pirates aspect of it, Dubs. Good point. They have around, uh, Jenny's mom said they have around the world cruises that are for a year. If you're a traveler, that would be cool. But this is three, Jenny. Three. No. Jim on Sports said my wife's mom and dad love to go on cruises and uh, uh, us to go on one with them. I wouldn't have even done that before COVID. Being on a boat for days and not being able to escape those two mental patients. Yeah, that's the other thing, man. Is it's like, you know, it's like Posh said. There are going to be a lot of STDs on that shit. A lot of disgusting shit. Somebody gets sick. Oh, everybody's getting it. <laughs> Jenny said three's a little long. I know you would miss me. Calm down, Jenny. Our last cruise included internet, your drinks too. I mean, okay. Uh, my only problem is the most dangerous part of the actual boat ride. What's that? I don't know what that is. I just couldn't do this. I couldn't do this. Um, I'm guessing that they're always bringing in new acts too. Could you imagine if you're the fucking comic on this cruise? Three years straight. Oh, my God. They've got to be flying in new people all the time, right? Every port, you get a new 
comedian or new magician or juggler band or whatever the fuck. I don't even know what other entertainment they have on these boats. I'm guessing it's comics and bands. Karaoke. For fuck's sake. Movies, I'm guessing. Yeah, sure. But damn. I don't know. I There's just, there's no way that I could. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I could. I think I could barely do like a two week cruise. I think about two weeks, I'd be like, okay, I want to sleep in my bed. That's the other thing. Them cabins are fucking tiny. Tiny. You're going to live in that little ass cabin. Y'all are crazy. Nasty Nate said, I think I would just miss driving my truck three years too long. Okay. Yeah, Steve, Stephen, the weather guy said, I wouldn't spend two weeks, let alone three years on a boat. Yep. Totally agree. Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. I, I couldn't do it. And they don't. And them cabins are small. I disagree with you, Barry. Fuck this. I'm never watching the show again. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And at least you handled it like an adult. At least you handled it like an adult. Uh, we lived in an RV for ten months, and we didn't mind. Well, that's because you're white trash, Jenny. Jenny is mom. You are white trash. And um, there's no way I could live in an RV. There's no fucking way I would live in an RV for 10 months. No. No way. This little tiny. That, no, what? No. Hell no. Jen said, damn it, Barry. What? She is. She's white trash. Look. And she said, and I'm proud of it. Okay, the mom, maybe don't say like white pride. That's not, you don't want to do that, Jenny. You know, don't be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm white and I'm proud. I got, I got white pride. That's, I mean, it's okay. You should not be proud to be who you are, but like, you know what? Never mind. We'll just, we'll just skip it. We'll just, we'll just go on to something uh, a little easier to, Discuss. Slap the fire out of you. Uh, I thought I need to turn it down a little bit. It's overpowered. Yo, Uriel, my homie, my dude, my ace, my G. I don't know if you left, probably. But, homie, this is for you. Happy birthday to you, Uriel. Uh, I hope, I hope, I hope you have the best day, man. I do. I hope you get roadhead, hand job, or whatever it is you're into. All right? Butt stuff, mouth stuff, whatever. Happy birthday, buddy. Cheers. Ah, oh, that's so good. God. Why? Oh, Jesus. 
Oh, God. It's so bad. Oh. And Steven brings up a good point about the cruise. The farting situation would be terrible. Yeah. That too. And I would have to apologize to everybody. One half of the Vanilla Wafer Brothers. That's right. 19 days until my birthday. You better not cancel this show before then, Steven says. I mean, listen. Now that I said all the crew stuff out loud and was like, wait a minute. What am I thinking? It's possible. Uh, excuse me. Uh, no. Happy birthday to my dude, man. Y'all make sure you say happy birthday to him. Um, He's been a, he's been an OG, man. He's been down since day one. So uh, much love to Uriel, man. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Shit. All right. <clears throat> Time out tomorrow, Reyes. Yeah, see? Reyes. Uh, 516. No one gives a shit. Not until May. Not until May, damn it. Um, it is 4.05. Folks, I hate to do this to you, for some of you. Um, But, and I forgot to make the announcement earlier. But you know that we have... um. We've switched the programming up. So we used to do third hour Thursday, which was the private hour would be on Thursdays. And we would do one hour just for Patreon members, only for Patreon members. And sometimes we get crazy. Sometimes it's not. But a lot of times it's a little more free. It's a there's less of us. There's less eyeballs. The public's not there. We do a little crazier exercises and things, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a good time had by all. But it is only for Patreon members, and um, that used to occur on Thursdays. But now, because Joel Blank joins me on uh, Thursdays at four fifteen, I am moving that private third hour to Wednesdays, and that's today. And uh, yeah. Now it's Wish You Were Here Wednesdays. Oh, nice. Nice. There's shaving things in hour three, too. Yeah, I lasered my balls once. Yeah, did that. A lot of uh, unboxings. And, uh, oh, I can show you guys what I got Dimata. Because I got his gift in. I just got to get it to to the hospital. But his gift is in, so we can do that. And then uh, whatever we want. Yeah, we do some sword fighting. That's. I don't think we do that. We definitely don't do that. So let's let's do this. Um and we're gonna we're gonna bounce on out and get to oh man, we are ten followers away from a thousand followers on this little raggedy ass show. Ten followers away. Bro, literally someone just unfollowed. What an asshole. Like I literally just looked at it and it said 990. And then I looked back and it says 989. Raggedy motherfuckers. Who just unfollowed? Huh? Kiss my whole entire ass. Like, fuck. That's ridiculous. Oh, let's go. 
Uriel said, I took a half a day at work so I could have a beer with y'all before birthday dinner with the fam. That's what's up, pimpin'. Appreciate you, homie. Uh, Port Marine said, I've heard that from a friend. What? Heard it from a friend who? Heard it from a friend who? Laser is bad shit. No, I, I, I was using it on this, but then I just... One time I just tried it on a nug down in the nut area, and that shit hurt. Um, what did Potch do? Oh, Potch is the one that unsubscribed, probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. Barry, you need to video your lawn work? Maybe I should. I don't know. There are lawn fuckers making YouTube videos with thousands of views. It's insane, bro. It's insane. It really is. It is crazy. Uh, yeah, and they are. I know they're making an absolute grip. It's ridiculous. Um, so, all right, let's go to the private hour, which, by the way, poor Marine, one of the newer Patreon members, is going to get to come hang out with us. Uh, if you want to do that, you can join. Go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. I post the link to the third hour. It's a private link, and it gets posted on our Discord server and on the Patreon uh, pages. So uh, we do that there. And uh, that's what we're going to do. So, yeah, end of the show. Boy, I got to I gotta be honest with you, too. That flew by. That went fast. That went real fast. So, strap a GoPro, not a Joe Pro, to that John Deere. I, I think you guys would be underwhelmed. Uh, Jim! Thank you, buddy. Thank you for the 69. I like you. Appreciate you, fam. Uh, come hang out with us in the third hour, Jim. Uh, Heck yeah. That is funny that you put not a Joe Pro. CC! CC, thank you for the resub. CC for 12 months with her prime sub. Thank you, CC. Joel, thank you for the bits, buddy. I appreciate you, famo. All right, who are we raiding? Do we have a raid? Better Network, Brazy Becca, Forensic Tilts, and Book It Sports. Hey, let's return the favor. Let's raid Book It. Let's do that. They they were kind and raided us all the time. Let's uh let's return the favor and do that. And um yeah, Jared, thank you for the two hundred bits, buddy. You assholes. Y'all started a goddamn hype train on purpose, didn't you? Sons of bitches. Poor Marine said I have to make a new account to buy bits. What? What'd you do? What happened? All right. Well, let's uh, let's go. Damn it. Y'all started a hype train. It's time, but I owe it to the Patreon members. I owe it to them. So y'all come hang out with us on YouTube. Let's do that. Let's go. You still got time to join. Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. Go join. Go sign up and then come hang out with us. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, Flip. You can never buy bits again. What? Apparently, if you get banned or timed out on the account gets flagged, then you can never buy bits again. Oh, that sucks. Alex, buddy, I appreciate you. CC, I love you, boo-boo. Thank you for the one bitty bitty. All right, let's go. We're going to raid Book at Sports, and then we're going to go start... Um, we're going to go start our private hour. I'm your private dancer. Y'all going to say hi to the family over at Book It Sports. Say what's up to them. And uh, be cool. Come join us on Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. 
One reason I thank you is being on his own. Ooh, yeah. Well, shit happens. All right. Enjoy the raid. I will see y'all in a bitty bit. If not, I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget, Joe Blank's going to join me. Bye. Poor Marine said, y'all be good. Come join us in the third hour, pimp. Come over there. Join us. And he's making a YouTube video.